Hey everybody, Chris here from CSS Tricks with video screencast number. Gosh, it's been too long, folks. I forgot. Um, oh gosh, this is the version 9 of CSS Tricks. It's been so long because I'm working so hard on version 10 of this site. Uh, you know, it was, it was the whole Kickstarter thing and it did very well and I'm putting all my time and energy into that and CodePen and all these other projects. But I thought I would do a screencast, um, you know, just one of the, the normal screencasts for this site. Um, uh, on some cool stuff. So this would be 113. Uh, and it's going to be about icon fonts and creating your own custom, very efficient icon font. So just literally today, it gives me chills because I'm so excited about this. Uh, we, um, we launched the new shoptalkshow.com. So a lot of this design work and front end work was done by Dave Rupert, my co-host, and his buddy at, at Paravel Inc. They work together. Reagan Ray, thanks so much for working on this design, guys. I had a little bit of input, some early stuff, but mostly this is, this is their work. But one of the ideas that I had early on was to like, we're going to show these time zones and we're going to have a little California and a little Texas and a little New York. Hopefully that's not offensive if somebody like lives in Florida that you share the same time zone as New York or whatever. Uh, but I just thought that would be just be a fun touch, you know, because time zone is always a weird thing when you do a live podcast. But we're talking about icon fonts and just in how cool they are and how, you know, for one thing, Right next to me is sitting a Retina MacBook Pro. I got it because it's a really fast, nice machine, and I needed a new laptop anyway, and it's good for the, the podcast and for me to do Retina display testing stuff, yada, yada, yada. The one thing you really notice on is a lot of stuff really does look bad on the web. If it's like a little tiny button and it has to blow it up a ton, like a little RSS icon or something, it can look really bad on the web, like noticeably terrible, because it has to turn a very little amount of image data and like extrapolate at large, kind of like if you take a JPEG. Uh, in Photoshop and just drag it bigger than it needs to be, it looks a little bad. Um, yeah, we should probably make this a 2x logo. But there's a lot of stuff in this new design that looks uh, very, very good. So, for example, here, see this little, like, open image and new tab? This picture of Rebecca Murphy is actually... Uh, 250 by 250. If I drag that to my desktop, why does it say 125? That's funny. It's totally not. I made them, I made them all 250. I know that I did. Anyway, that's really weird. Maybe just that one is or something. Well, we say the width and height at you. Oh, that's funny. It made it 125. Anyway, I made them 250 by 250. And that's how you kind of work for retina displays is you make it 2x. And you can even notch down the quality a little bit and then shrink it to 1x with CSS. That's funny. I thought I was being all cool. But then WordPress did something funny to me there. Anyway, these look, they actually look pretty good on a retina display. So maybe we should just leave it as that. But you know what looks awesome on retina? Anything that uses like CS, just CSS3 stuff like gradients and rounded corners and like 3d transform stuff and box shadows just look so good and you know all that type of css3 stuff when you can like replicate a look with css3 looks so good and svg of course looks great anything that's vector like text looks amazing on the retina display uh, and that's where icon fonts come in so they're they're one color you know like so these symbols and it just if to back up to what i'm talking about see the little house right here and the little microphone and even these little states even these little states are part of an icon font or it's a character, just like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, only instead of outputting the shape of an A, it outputs the shape of California. It's a font, and it looks phenomenal on Retina Display. It's kind of like sprites. You don't have to load an image. So, you know, like the concept of CSS spriting is you put all kinds of little images into one image, and then you like using background position and only making the image such and such width and height. You can only display a part of that image. The idea being that it's good for speed on websites because you only load this one image 
image instead of lots and lots of small images because the slowest thing you can do on a website is load lots and lots of things. More HTTP requests equals slower websites. So it's the same kind of concept in an icon font. You can pack lots of lots of little images into one font file. So it's the same benefits as a CSS sprite and because they're vector, they look way better than a sprite would anyway. They look really, really sharp and good. Uh, just one color, but that's okay. It's kind of in trend right now anyway on the web. They kind of, uh, uh, these one color icons kind of are just cool right now. Anyway, I like them and I wanna show you how you guys can put one together and use it uh, in this screencast. I thought I would just put that together for you. So some of these are a free one called Entipo. Entipo, let's just search for it. A hundred plus carefully crafted pictograms. I have a post, let's see, list of icon fonts. I have a list on using fonts, flat icons and icon fonts on CSS tricks that rounds up like tons and tons and tons of these. Uh, and I have a list of ones to add to this. I really need to get to it, but look at how many there are. And a hundred of them honestly isn't even that many, but Entipo's nice, they're free. Uh, with a Creative Commons license, and they all have a very nice, consistent style, not to mention they're just nicely done to begin with. But if you need more or you don't like the style of those, there are so many choices for these. But uh, Shop Talk is using Entipo for these. We should Actually, it's Creative Commons, so we should have an about page somewhere that says that we're using them. Sorry about that. I guess we're kind of breaking the law right now. Uh, and it's an open type font. So literally, you can just click it and be like, oh, now you're downloading it. So cool, dude. Uh, it's going to download this font and literally you can use it. You could use it in your Photoshop designs, whatever. So it's going to open. Oh, it opens as like a drive. That's kind of neat. Uh, desktop typeface. And if you just hit the space bar in Mac OS X, it'll give you a preview even of fonts. So there they all are. And you can use them. I could put them in my font Explorer pro under icon fonts and, and use them in my Photoshop designs or print designs or whatever. That's great. But it, it also provides it as a font face in all the formats that you needed them in. Oh, that's super great and cool. So if we were going to use this on a website, we could go to CSS three, please.com. Uh, and look at what the current syntax for at font face is supposed to be. Apparently, it doesn't give you an index file that uses them. It probably should in the download, like show you how to properly use them. But if you need to know how to load up a, a custom font face on the web, it should be in here somewhere. This is the kind of latest and greatest. So you could copy that, put it in your CSS file, link up the fonts, how they're supposed to be. And then you can start using this icon font, which is great. Uh, but that's all of them. So if we just link that up just how it is, look at, first of all, it's kind of big, right? They're, well, it's actually, it's really not that big, 29K, 19K, whatever. But if we're trying to be as absolutely efficient as we possibly can be, they should be even smaller than that. Or we should only load the ones that we are going to, let's see, to use. So Kia Moon or Ico Moon is a really neat app for just this purpose. And they have Entipo built right in. So let's go start using the app. And uh, cool, so it says your custom, I wonder if this, oh, it's already gonna reveal my super secret. Um, I wish I could just like reset it, but it's, it's just good at remembering stuff. Anyway, so here's your custom icons. Let's close that for now. There's a bunch of free uh, icons in here. So we can say, oh, look at all these really nice ones. Brocadillery by, by Visual Idiot. I want the RSS one and the wrench. Uh, cool, and then I want to use this this plus icon I really like, and then, oops, 
And then Intipa. Oh, yeah, we definitely need the microphone and the timer and stuff. Okay, I've picked out the ones I want. When you click it, it picks out that one. Then I can click Generate Font, and it shows me all the ones that I picked. I map them to the character I want and hit Save, and it gives me... Um, all the proper font files, and it gives me an index.html file that shows me how to use them. And it doesn't just give you everything in Entipo, it just gives you just the ones that you selected. This is a really nice app, and it's really how you should be using icon fonts to give you the smallest file possible and custom mapping. So you map these things exactly to the letter that you want, uh, which I think is just fabulous. So, but how did we make the one for Shop Talk? We have these ones for Entipo, for the, the home, the little microphone, the little speech bubble. Well, how do we get California, Texas, um, and that stuff? And then, and, then, and then Britain over there. How did we get those shapes and how did we combine them? Well, one of the things we could do is just take Entipo and we could open it with a program called Glyphs on our desktop and it it's uh it's for this it's actually like it's like 50 bucks for glyphs mini it's pretty neat software but it's literally like if you're good at vector manipulation and stuff you can draw your own font in here and set it all up and like i think you can set kerning and do all this like fancy stuff you know um it's like you know there's there's a couple of different these this is kind of the cheapest e easiest one i guess to use and then i think there's like glyphs the big one and then there's like really fancy expensive font software too but uh one of the things we could do is that and we could kind of just like remove things we could just oh did that did the delete key not work there i think if we were to see it says locked that's why i think if we were to like save as or if we unlock it and duplicate it then we can like get rid of them, I think, right? Aren't you letting me do it either? I know that you can somehow. Glyph, decompose, and anyway, there's a way. And you can add them too. Adding is easy. You just go add, and then it adds one to the bottom. Anyway, maybe it's just bugging out on me right now. Or maybe it added them and it didn't tell me. Yeah, it just didn't scroll down there. But I can add new glyph, and I can like draw one. That's a cool kite monster or something and now i have that shape i just made that new glyph and i can map it to like an ampersand or something all that that's probably taken <laughs> it is but whatever uh, and then i can use that in my icon font how cool and i could so theoretically i can remove glyphs that i don't need in here and add new ones uh pretty cool but and that's kind of hard and complicated. I'm not very good at doing it anyway. Uh, so what I did is I, first of all, I think Dave found like state icon font or something. State, it's called something. Where did that go? I just tweeted it the other day. Snapbird.org helps you find old tweets because it's otherwise hard to do it. And I cut icon font for, I tweeted. Yeah, there's my tweet. <laughs> and I said, icon font for U.S. states. So it's called ProPublica, and it's hosted on GitHub, and they called it StateFace. And they give you a font face of their own that has all of the necessary states. Look at, look at this. As all the states as little tiny vector icons that we can use. Here's Texas, the what we're using on Shop Talk Show and all that stuff. Cool, but do we load up a separate whole font for this? No, we don't load up a separate whole font for this. First of all, we figure out how to download it. Theoretically, there's a button somewhere. And we open up the zip. And then it gives it to us. And we open up it. And it, oh, look at that. It comes with a, its own glyphs file. That's pretty neat. Look at that. Thanks, guys. Well, I happen to have that app. Uh, cool. 
let's quit it though. And then here's the web font and it comes in all the versions that we need. Again, we can press space to, to preview all those states. Cool. So do we use glyphs to combine them or do we, what's, what's the process on combining them? Well, that's where Icon Moon comes in again. You can say import icons or literally, I wonder if, I think it even has drag and drop. I can take the SVG version. That's what Icon Moon wants and you can drag them over here. And you see as I drag in, it says there's a big drag and drop area. How cool is that, right? Uh, drag your fonts here and then it imports them and it adds them to the bottom of your list as custom icons. I probably added them twice now. There's got to be some way to clear that out. I wonder if you can clear local storage or something and they go away. And now I can say, okay, I want California, Texas, and New York in my font in addition to my stuff from Entipo. How cool is that? And then I'm like, okay, this is awesome. We're doing this. We're getting, we're totally making a beautiful custom icon set. And if so, if you're using one that isn't you know, that you're just, you just found elsewhere, you found on my roundup, just download it to your desktop. If it doesn't have an SVG version in it, let's so it's some totally custom icon font that you found, go to font squirrel, load it up, go to the at font face generator, grab the file, hit add fonts, go find the one that is like TTF or OTF or WAF or whatever, that it doesn't have SVG yet, run it through this, and assuming that it's legal and they allow you to do that, then you'll get the SVG one from Font Squirrel. Then you can come to Icon Moon, drag and drop the SVG on here, and then you'll that icon will be under your custom fonts, and you can click special ones from it. That's weird. It won't even let me click these for some reason. It is. It's multiplying that. God, there's some weird bugs. I think I probably just need to restart like my whole computer pretty much. I'm having some weird problems lately. But anyway, so we combined it there. And now I'm like, but th that these are just states. I need a I need a really custom thing. I need to get Britain in there too. I need to get the UK. So we have to be like, I don't know, you I don't even know what the difference between Britain and UK is. I'm terrible. Britain, UK. You know, yeah. they're like, you know, they're different parts of all, you know, some of them has Ireland in it and some doesn't and whatever. <laughs> I know that London is a city, UK vector. So let's get that. And it's some awful website, of course. And then, but it has it in there. I can see it. Uh, there's no obvious download button. I hate that one. Oh, Spooner, are you going to come through on us, Chris? I bet you will. Oh, here we go. This I can tell by the grid that this is on Defont, right? So download one. Yeah, totally. So apparently there's a font on Defont that's ready to go that has countries instead of states. That's pretty cool. So we could just do this, do the thing through Font Squirrel, and uh, and uh, pick the UK out of it, which looks like is there. That's probably the way to go. But what if? What if? We only had it in vector. We couldn't find... There's got to be a way to find the, the UK as a vector somewhere, isn't there? What about, like, Wikipedia? UK, Wiki... Don't they always have stuff in SVG and stuff? Map? I don't know. This is probably a losing battle, isn't it? I'm hesitant to even click on this. Unless it's SVG, it could be. Oh, it totally is. Let's save it. Oh my god, that's enormous. Look at how enormous this is. Desktop, SVG, and then we could like open it in Illustrator, theoretically. I just want to show you that Adobe Illustrator, which I'm sure many of you have because you're designers and you need good vector editing software or whatever, but really anything that can, can deal with SVG, uh, it would be fine. Oh my god, this is going to be just enormous.
Are you still working on it, buddy? Oh, it didn't open this very well. That's Europe, I guess. So, like, some of this stuff in here is the UK. Oh, my God, what a disaster. Uh, if we could find a nice little vector path of this, we could go save as, and we could save it as an SVG file right from Illustrator, a nice little clean path. Let's get rid of this and just, like, make a shape that we drew ourselves, just so I can show you. If we found a cool shape thing... We're like, cool, that's what the UK looks like and stuff, and made it this shape or whatever, and then saved as coolshape.svg to the desktop. That Icomoon can take too. It doesn't have to be a font. So Icomoon, you just will take our dumb little shape here and we'll drag and drop it on here, and it's like, oh, I made it for you, although it, it didn't seem to work, did it? I've done this before, though. That's why this one is sitting there. I wonder if it's because our, our, this, the, um, this is so enormous. Like, we should probably pick a smaller size or whatever. But you can do that. You can just make an SVG file in Illustrator and import it. Normally, it's sitting right in the middle here. Normally, it works uh, quite well with Icomoon. So, oh, it's loading. Oh, it's because it's, yeah, so it's not, it's going to be there. But we probably gave it some file that's like a million megabytes. Oh, it's only 4K. I don't know. Maybe it's just freaking out. I, like I said, I need to restart. But you can just make individual files that are SVG and import them that way too. So you can make this totally custom icon font and then use it. Uh, so maybe I should cover how to use them just a little bit. So if we inspect element on it, um, Dave has this thing in here. That, so the icon is an I element just because whatever, it's small. It doesn't matter so much. Um, although uh, although with I, you do have to... Oh, so it's, it does have font style italic, but it's not trying to faux italic them. Uh, I would probably, just to be safe, I would put like font uh, style normal or whatever, just to be careful. Some browsers want to be like auto jacket to the on an angle, just because it's an I element that has default to that. So notice there's nothing in this I element. It's just the open I element and then it closes. So it's just, it's just I think it, you know, I don't know if Dave re, um, researched this or not, but I, I did some research that was like HTML for icon fonts. And I looked and tried to find the best possible HTML that you can use to insert an icon font and do it in a semantic and kind of accessible way. The goal being, if we turn on voiceover, and theoretically any screen reader and then like tab to stuff or like tab 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 to home and you get onto this anchor link what we don't want it to say is like h home because we mapped the house to h or something like that it's weird it's awkward it's not it's just not ideal um so it turns out if you you know make this element and you put an h in it even though you say are you hidden to true it does something dumb like you can tab to it and it and it'll say like HTML content or something dumb like that, um, but if you put and then if you apply a pseudo element to it without aria hidden true, it will just read it. It'll just be like H home. And you're like dang it. But if you combine those two things for whatever reason right now, in um, HTML. It works. So you can do it. You can use a span or an I element or whatever. Put the aria hidden equals true attribute on it and then apply it as a pseudo element, which I think the nicest way to do it is by using the data icon HTML5 data attribute and linking to it. This is just an H or whatever symbol you mapped it to in Icomoon, literally this value. And, and if you, you know, if you, you can make it a weird thing, you can make it a private use area or whatever and it maps it to, to weird stuff. 
just put that in the data icon attribute here. So if you use the, both, you have to use an element so that you can use the aria hidden true attribute and you apply it via pseudo element, it won't read it. You'll tab to this H2 in this case and it'll just say stats. Or on Shop Talk Show, it'll just, you'll tab to this link and it'll be like, link, home. You're like, yes, I used an icon font. I embellished it. I made it look cool, uh, but I also didn't screw with accessibility. So we were able to, you know, I, I just want to say this is, a, this is a very cool app. It works very well. It makes our font sizes very small. It looks great on retina displays. It's very efficient. We can do it accessibility-wise. It's like all good. All, anything that can be good about icons and using them on the web is now possible. So I'm like, let's have an icon font explosion. <laughs> They're great. They, they and not only that, they improve like like the actual usability. I mean, it'll probably get overdone to the point where we're annoyed with it. But what if this nav just said home live and ask a question? It wouldn't be. It, it wouldn't look as cool, and it wouldn't. Uh, it just wouldn't be as obvious, you know. Like it's just you're like oh live. Oh, the one with the microphone. You know, you just go right there. If it's just the word live, it just doesn't have as good a visual impact as it does. Uh, when it when it has an icon next to it, it's lovely, 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 and I love it. So that's my little spiel on it. Sorry we didn't like do much actual live coding. Maybe we can do that in the future in an episode. But I wanted to get a screencast out there. I'm excited about the upcoming version 10 CSS Tricks redesign, and I wanted to do a, a screencast because you all deserve one. So hopefully that was useful. Let's let's talk about it in the comments if you have anything to say about icon fonts. Until next time, folks. See you later. Bye-bye.